1: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the latest edition of Woke Bros. Of course, I'm your co-host, Big Waz, a.k.a. Wazney Lambray, joined as always by my partner out on the west side of Los Angeles, Nando Vila. What's going on with you, man?
0: You know, I'm just celebrating that Nancy Pelosi is uh, running for re-election. She announced she's running for re-election. This is going to be my last Woke Bros episode because I'm going to join her campaign as uh, chief propaganda minister for the Nancy Pelosi campaign uh just make sure you guys are ready for some epic memes in your email uh subject lines like listen guys i need help uh and and yeah that's gonna be all me running the nancy pelosi campaign
1: nancy pelosi is literally the leonardo dicaprio as jordan belfort meme i'm not fucking leaving (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> <not really> <laughs> He is the epitome of that meme. We'll get yeah. into that a little bit later in the show. Of course, the New York Times puts out a piece about the greatness of you know the jobs report and how many people are quitting their jobs and isn't it great they're quitting jobs and starting consultant firms and you know becoming entrepreneurs isn't it just great these people and it's so contagious them their white collar workers is it's just great we get into new york times tone deafness about the job numbers and what they actually mean but first hey amen um I guess this isn't the worst news, honestly. Um, when you consider uh, the Biden administration's just complete lack of any wins and positivity, Stephen Breyer, Justice Stephen Breyer, uh, one of the you know ostensibly liberal judges on the Supreme Court, of which there are only three now, um, yeah. he, he is stepping down. He's announced his retirement while on his book tour, mind you. Um, and this is important, Nando, of course, because Joe Biden... And the Democrats get to fill his seat with a judge of their choosing, seeing as they do have the majority. And we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, but you know, it, it's nice, and and I'm happy that the 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 GOP won't be able to make it seven two. However, um, you know, it's six three. Why is it six three? Because Obama got punked by Mitch McConnell, the 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 um and Merrick Garland. Uh, Of course, not only that, of course, while Obama was still in office, Ruth Bader Ginsburg felt like she was just too important. There was no single other person on the planet who could vote with the other justices quite in the way that Ruth Bader Ginsburg could for liberal causes. And
0: she was just too important to step down, Nando. So she didn't. You're 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 just a typical man telling a woman to shut right. her shut her mouth and step down you know right she you don't realize she, right yeah she doesn't owe you anything rbg doesn't owe you anything right right
1: right exactly except for when the nation's uh, abortion rights get stripped away because of her decisions but that's neither here nor there um of course rbg refused to step down trump was able to fill her a replacement Uh, freaking Scalia dies, Trump filled that replacement, and the balance of the court is what it is, right? And, you know, and I'm not no Supreme Court justice scholar or whatever, but you know, there's this sense that every now and again, John Roberts, who is the biggest fucking corporate shill in the history of corporate shills, every now and again, he's stepping for gay rights, or every now and again, he wouldn't let them completely gut Obamacare, or every now and again... John Roberts would step in and whatever, but now it's 6'3. Uh, St- <laughs> Stephen Breyer will be replaced by somebody. Uh, Nando, um, before we got on the show, said Joe had promised people that he would pick a chief justice from a specific demographic. But and I'm going on, but I do want to say this like, this dude almost didn't do it. Okay, yeah, don't um, they didn't want to do been, it, they had been they asking me for a while. For a while to do this. And he was on his book tour and he's like, nah, I don't know. What's the big deal? Like the, the court is pretty good. Just cause we got conservatives, we're upstanding. We have credibility, blah, 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 blah. But I guess the pressure, enough pressure has gotten to him. I'm sure he got some concessions as to who the next person would be. Um, but Briar is finally stepping down, Nando.
0: I wonder if the tipping point was, uh, I don't know if you saw in the news like a week or two ago, uh, Neil Gorsuch, the conservative on the court, uh, reportedly refused to wear a mask in the court and, uh, forced Sotomayor, who I guess had had COVID and was immunocompromised or some shit, uh, to, to do the court From like by Zoom, (laughs) you know, like they were doing it in person and and he wouldn't. I wonder if that was kind of like the tipping point where Briar was like, okay, we can't have another one of these psychos uh, in there. Um, (laughs) But but yeah, uh, I wouldn't count my chickens before they hatch, dude. You know, we're assuming they're going to be able to get someone in there and it is not entirely clear to me that they can um, get Mansion and Cinema on board with a nominee. Um, it's, you know, I think we can, you know, it's possible, but it's not, I don't think it's a slam dunk. I don't think it's guaranteed. Um, you know, there was actually a, a a GOP operative, uh, some guy, some Republican operative was like, yeah, Biden should just ask Manchin who he wants and that's it, you know? Um, but it's not entirely clear to me that, that they're gonna be able to do it because I think that Manchin and Cinema are enjoying uh derailing the, the attention presidency yep. and they're joining the attention and stuff and and this is like another one this is just another uh field in which they could do that um but yeah was we could talk about like who 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 it could be because you know oh no hold biden, on Wait, before we get because
1: yeah. before we get into right. that i just want to say yeah, yeah, one yeah. thing um biden has nominated a bunch of lower court judges with the help of this democratic senate um yeah. lower court judges. Again, you don't probably don't get no headlines for obstructing that shit. But it yeah. should be said that cinema and mention yeah. have played ball they voted for all of them. For all of Biden's judges so far on the lower courts. Um, yeah. you know, you guys can go your mileage may vary on a cat like Maddie and Glace. Um, but he's like, look, man, without fucking without Joe Manchin, Biden wouldn't have been able to get through his his lower court judges if a Republican was in there. Which I guess is one way of making it's the Joe stupidest Manchin thing. In, I, mean, I mean, it's of
0: course, but it's like <laughs> it's the it's the biggest like no shit Sherlock point. Like, yes, of course, Manchin is better than like a Republican. Okay, you know, uh, <laughs> but okay, like it's just like congrats, Maddie. It's, you it's, know, it's like, just weirdness, um, whatever. But it should be said yeah. that
1: they have nominated judges on the lower courts with the help of mansion and cinema but again those things don't draw the headlines they don't get you you know it should be said
0: also that man voted for kavanaugh and gorsuch mansion voted for them um, yes and it should be said that like susan collins voted for both of obama's uh nominees or whatever like she voted for kagan and sotomayor so like it's possible that you know if mansion defects that uh you know susan collins or one of these people from the gop defect again it doesn't change the balance of power in the court um if they do get one in it just kind of maintains a 6-3 conservative majority um right but yeah i don't know that it's guaranteed i mean i think people are assuming it's gonna just sail through and i don't know i mean i'm just like seeing the contours of america
1: i just don't see the i just don't see the the proof that these people have have an ability to whip up votes nobody yeah. on the nobody's whipping up votes ever. Um, and so I like, you can't even do it for shit. That's got 70% approval. You know, something as obscure as the Supreme court, which again, I don't know, maybe if they go with the, I don't know where they go with this. There's just, there's just nothing they could do. Um, but I do want to talk about, uh, you know, cause, (laughs) cause it did come up during the campaign who Biden, if he had the chance to fill a seat on the Supreme court, who he might do it with Nando, um, uh, who who did Uncle Joe but, say that he wanted to fill the seat? Like, listen, first listen, Jack,
0: listen, Jack, if I get a chance to fill that seat, I'm gonna it's gonna be a black chick, you know? Uh, and it's not a sex thing or anything like that. It's not like a weird porn thing. Uh, it's just it's gonna be a black woman. <laughs> Oh, God.
1: Yeah, Joe Manchin promised, I think he promised... No, Joe Biden, Joe Biden. Excuse me, Joe Biden promised some prominent Dems, you know, and prominent, important Dem donors who happen to be black, that one of the reasons why his candidacy was one worth supporting was that he would make it his business to make his um, Supreme Court justice pick the very first black woman in the history of the court, which, again, I'm not I'm not trying to poo poo it and you know, um, no. and say that it's not historic and important. Of course it is. I just want to know who this person, where this person comes from. Hopefully yeah. it's not just another fucking Harvard, Yale, Princeton, clerk for X, Y and Z. In the fucking Supreme Court. Maybe we get somebody that's done public defense one time. Maybe we we get somebody who's done, you know, consumer defense. Somebody, somebody. Yeah. Who isn't just part of the corporate orthodoxy. You feel me?
0: Yeah. I mean, okay. So, you know, I, I'm not like an expert on this shit. But, um, yeah. you know, I'm not like one of these like court watchers. But like, you know, doing a, a little bit of reading before the show. Uh, there seems to be a consensus kind of number one pick that there seems to be a consensus front runner, you know, like the pre-draft, uh, you know, when there's this, someone who, you know, is going to be the number one overall pick. And it's this woman, Katanji Ketan- Brown Jackson. OK, sadly, was she went to Harvard, uh, but, <laughs> but for <laughs> the purposes of, uh, you know, she was raised in Miami, Florida, which is kind of cool. OK, um, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Dave and County I think stand up. Dade County baby. Um and uh she was a public defender in DC for a while. Okay. So okay. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Somebody but with went a to Harvard. Diverse, of course she, she went to Harvard. But she went to Harvard. So
1: we know we can't trust those people as far as we can throw them. Like yeah. Yeah. But, but again, like in but again, in the context of the Supreme Court, you know, having somebody who's worked in public defense, bro, like damn, bro. Like that's it's more historic yeah. I, like, come on, when you consider the... Ca- Kavanaugh worked on... That nigga, he worked on Bush v. Gore. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like, it's, it's,
0: it's, yeah.
1: it's a difference. It's, it's a difference of yeah. degrees, right? So, you know, yeah. I, I feel like that would be a pretty inspired pick. And I do think, you know, making the pick historic can work as a bulwark against you know, certain types of attacks and all of that kind of thing. But who knows? Manchin is throwing himself in front of, you know, similar things that seemed unimpeachable before.
0: I think he he may have voted for her. So, like, I guess uh, Biden nominated her to some court, like the D.C. federal bench or some shit, and mm -hmm. Manchin voted for her. So, like, it would be weird for him to now uh against her. Uh, So again, that's the consensus. That's like, you know, when LeBron uh, entered the draft. Was coming out
1: of high school. Yeah. Coming out of Akron. Yeah. 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 So she's the
0: number one pick. Yeah. She's the number one pick. But we got some sleeper sleeper picks. Okay, Let's see some 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 other because
1: he did say it had to be a sister now, a black woman. Yeah.
0: Yep. 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 We got some names here. We got some names. We got Justice Leandra Kruger. Uh, okay. who's on the uh California Supreme Court? I don't think Corps. I've
1: met a black Kruger.
0: You think she's married to a white
1: homie, or what, what do we think know, that man. is?
0: Because Leandra leandra sounds black, but Kruger, okay. yeah, that's a leandra uh, um, there's one called Justice Candace Jackson Akibumi, you know. Uh, okay, uh, Leandra
1: yeah. Kruger. I'm looking at her right now, Nindo. She might be a mulatto shorty, she might be Ooh. she might be a mixed race. Which okay. of course we don't do the the one drop whatever you black period we don't yeah do all yeah, of that. yeah 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 but we it's see it with a Kruger because I'm a, just telling you like
0: on this show <laughs> listen we, that's a policy
1: no what I'm saying is um you know a lot of times ta- like black people have white last names obviously because of colonialism slavery all of that yeah, shit yeah. you know you get Johnsons and you yeah, know yeah. McCormicks and all kinds yeah. of. White names, but Krueger is just not one you see. That's very German, often. Yes. yeah. That's what the I was Germans came in after, yeah. Yeah, the, the Germans, Germans came. came unfortunately after. for them, they came after slavery. They was too yeah, late. they didn't, get to, they to didn't get to no start <laughs> naming <laughs> they tried to their again in, their the, workforce after after World World War II. right, yeah. right. <laughs> but but yeah, so we got Leandra Krueger. Who else we
0: got? Uh, we got some woman named Michelle Childs, you know, uh, she's a federal district judge in South Carolina. Um, you know, she's she's on the she's on the short list. But but was, you know, the 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 woman that I want to see get a look, <laughs> you know, uh, I feel like she's uh, underrated. Uh, she might, you know, she she she's not like she doesn't like leap off the charts in any, you know, she doesn't have like a super fast 40 or something like sure. that, you know. But uh, but she's, I but she's got the intangibles, right? Uh huh. She's got the intangibles. Uh, she got the name recognition. Uh, got you, Vice President Kamala Harris <laughs> on the court, baby. <laughs> do it, but Do it, Joe. You know you want to. Oh, you know you God. want to, You know she's oh, annoying you in the White House. So she's like oh, calling you all day, God. asking for meetings that you don't want to be in. you don't want to like listen Christ to her. Almighty. And, you know, like you were you were bullied into choosing her because, you you know, like you needed a black woman and the vice president. You know, you never really wanted her anyway. Uh, this is a perfect opportunity to kill two birds with one stone. She's horribly unpopular. Um, she's the heir apparent. She's going to get crushed by whoever she runs against. Um, and, uh, you know, this way you can just give her a graceful exit. You know, she becomes the first black woman on the bench. What do you yeah,
1: think? you you know what's crazy is that I'm of two minds here. Um, one, I, I do think she is being railroaded by the party apparatus that they're already, already yeah. sodding the ground. Like, no, 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 it's not Kamala. <laughs> it won't be yeah. Kamala. Nope, yeah. not her. So she is getting screwed. Like, we recognize that. But again, like, she ran already. She sucked at it. And all she's done has been, oh, she was attached to Joe Biden when he actually won. So it's not like she hasn't done anything or proven anything that would make you think like, oh, okay, this is going to be a better candidate this time around. So while she may be getting screwed in the sense that usually the vice president, Joe fucking Biden, gets to just write his ticket, you know, and people are going to support him and back him. Uh, Look, uh, look, this is actually a good solution to things. She yeah. can't complain that she got completely railroaded. This is one of the most important jobs in the fucking world.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, still, uh, I mean, if I were her, I'd take it in a second, you know, way like better. she knows deep down in, in her heart that she's going to get crushed to Trump or whoever. <laughs> you it's know? a like, lifetime
1: appointment, bro. Like, yeah. what, Like what, what would be the point of that? So yeah, I think, I think that would actually be a good situation. Now, of course, you know, these freaking, Weirdo centrist right winger, never Trumpers, Bill Crystal, because of course he's never been wrong about enough things. Yeah. Um <laughs> he's not he's never been around, he's never been wrong about enough things going back from Iraq to multiple things. He wants Joe Byron to uh, nominate Kamala for, for Supreme Court and then Mitt Romney, <laughs> super ticket, the unstopp, the unstoppable you know, bipartisan ticket, Nando—a ticket the that Unity literally ticket. nobody wants. Republicans yeah. don't want it. Democrats—who so wants this ticket? But yeah, Bill Crystal and his—you know—when him and his buddies get around a circle jerk, this is the type of things they they masturbate
0: to. I I like have the. When's the last time any of these people like hung out with Republican voters? You know, like. When's the they assume that because Mitt Romney has an R next to his name that these Republican voters uh, fucking love that guy, Um, and they fucking hate him. You know, they fucking hate him. Trump hated him. Uh, He hated Trump. I mean, there was that famous picture of the picture of Romney begging Trump to make him Secretary of State um, at the Manhattan restaurant, where Romney's turned around like looking all like like scared, and Trump is like got the most evil grin. (laughs) But my favorite picture of all time. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, these people think that that kind of thing people like and no one likes it, you know, like uh, Biden, Romney getting together like they'd fucking get crushed uh it's it's, it's how are
1: you supposed to energize democrats behind like what what are you energizing and again it's not like you've ever gotten Mitt romney to vote against republicans on anything that was of substance like what's the proof that this dude would be fun or good or like i i don't understand this shit. I, they're so dumb and this, this dude, dude Works for the New York Times, y'all. Like, he's one of their biggest columnists. Like, basically, it's just like, say what comes out of your mind. Don't need to back it up with facts, reporting, whatever, and send it to our tens of millions of subscribers and just put poison in there. Like, that's what this guy is hired to do. And yeah, this is the shit he comes up with.
0: Dude, I'm from I'm from Florida, and the the Florida Democratic Party tries to do that move all the time, and they just lose every time. <laughs> like very famously, they um you know when Rick Scott ran for governor, um he ran as a Republican, obviously, uh just like this absolute alien of a fucking lizard man. Um they uh ran against him instead of like finding some like Democrat that they liked and whatever, they ran a guy named Charlie Crist. I remember. Who Trump. used to be. A Republican. He was right. like, they didn't move. Where they were like, you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll run a Republican against the <laughs> Republican, and they're gonna be like, whoa, you know, like, look how like reasonable they are, and like, look how. Like, what happened? Nobody was, liked
1: Charlie Chris. Get out of yeah, here. Yeah, like
0: the Republicans are like, look at this fucking turncoat traitor, and the Democrats are like, a Republican. Like that's the whole fucking point of being a Democrat is they don't like those people, you know, like. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: only the Dems, like, like there's no there's no planet that somebody would get on say Fox News and say, "Yo, you know who, who Trump should run?" Joe Manchin, <laughs> no chance. They just wouldn't do it. They just would never do something like that. They would never advocate yeah. for. That. They would tell Trump, "No, get like a really big Jesus guy or get um." you know, a, a, a really big, good xenophobia guy. Like, don't... Wait, get somebody who the base enjoys. He does something that the base enjoys. Don't hit me with this other crap that you're trying to do. Um, but anyway, yeah, you guys should definitely be on the lookout to see what happens with Joe Biden in this pick, to see if Joe Manchin allows him to be president. Uh, next up, of course, the New York Times, Nando. Um, You know, they said that the quitting is contagious. Uh, In reference to the latest job reports, I think in November of 2021, a record 4.5 million American workers quit their job, um, beating the record of the previous month, which I think was about 3.2 million Americans. A lot of them are going into other jobs. Um, And just, you know, there's a lot of stuff in the numbers. But what the New York Times, of course took away from it was that white-collar people are having a great go of it. Um, yeah. And, you know, they have the option to quit. They have savings so they can start new businesses. They have this, they have that, and it's fucking great while never at any single time mentioning, you know, what certain politicians derisively called low-skill workers, what we just called just people who don't get paid that much, low-wage workers, um they're the ones who are making the bulk of these um these uh these quitting of the jobs and you know and it's because they're the
0: ones working the worst jobs (laughs) yeah 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 no i mean it is it is kind of a remarkable statistic that there are so many people quitting their jobs i mean i don't i think it's probably too early to 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 come up with some definitive Reason why, or or at least at least one factor. I mean, it's probably a, a variety of factors. Not not you know the pandemic being um, chief among them, but also you know tight labor market, um, generous kind of government assistance over the you know for, from COVID, and um, you know these supply chains disruptions, which are just um, you know very much kind of making the 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 actual work much more difficult. But like. The the lead in the New York Times piece, I just like was, was it was just remarkable. I mean, this is the opening paragraphs uh, from a woman named Emma Goldberg. She writes, something infectious is spreading through the workforce. Its symptoms present in a spate of two week notices. Its transmission is visible in real time. And few bosses seem to know how to inoculate their staff against this quotation um get it it's a contagion it's not a contagion and you know they, they they cite a bunch of like weird psychological shit to to explain this but like this is like an example of it they go the office has long been a petri dish for infectious behavior lying cheating and job satisfaction all tend to spread from desk to desk Financial advisors, for example, are 37% more likely to commit misconduct if they encounter teammates who have done so, what research referred to, researchers refer to as peer effects, noting that one case of misconduct results on an average of an additional 0.59 cases. Employees also mimic the nutritional patterns of people they sit with in the cafeteria. Teammates are also suggestible to one another in far subtler ways than we realize. And... You know, on some level, that's kind of been like an old Marxist uh, thing in that it was kind of easier to organize the workforce in these kind of giant factories of, you know, St. Petersburg and Russia in 1915 or whatever, uh, because they really had like. 50,000 workers just, like, sitting side by side with each other, like, yo, this shit sucks. Doesn't it fucking suck? Like, this shit fucking sucks, you know, like, uh, look at that fucking asshole. He's the boss. Like, what if we just, you know, um, but, and and employers here in America have kind of figured that out. They kind of try to isolate workers as much as they can. They don't let you, um, you know, congregate in large groups. They don't like it when you do that. But what this New York Times pe- uh, piece, like, doesn't contend with is, these sort of hard economic factors beneath it all in that people are fucking sick and tired of working these shitty jobs and unsafe conditions for low pay. I mean, that's, that's a huge part of, it, you know, like that's just absolutely a huge part of it. Like in the response in Jacob and Alex press points out that something like 20% of all health healthcare workers have quit in the last year. I mean, that's, it's it's insane. Um, And, and, you know, a large part of it is that they're like, fuck this. Like I'm sitting here working my ass off, seeing people die left and right. Um, And feeling totally helpless and traumatized by it. Um, But, yeah, it's a quit agent was.
1: Yeah. And my favorite part of the piece was the the lady said, quote, so quitting begets more quitting, a challenge that employers can't always solve with raises or perks. Yeah. At the best jobs. (laughs) Yes, at the best jobs, the 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 freaking solve for a work uh, a worker who is dissatisfied with how things are going is not going to be um yo better health insurance blah, blah like they already got all of that stuff right, but not at the very bottom, which again makes up the bulk of the quitting. The bulk of the quitting is not people to have enough savings to pay their rent for a year in their bank account. Yeah right? Like th- th- it's not those people. You know, those are the type of people who quit and start side businesses, et cetera, et cetera. The people, most of the people who are quitting are quitting because the job is just so horrible. It's not worth it when you consider the pay, when you consider the risk, when you just consider the general unhappiness that you feel while in that job. Um, it's It's just obvious, you know, when it comes to your you know, your physical health, but also your mental and emotional health. Like everybody understands that these are the people that are actually leaving the jobs. But of course, the New York Times, because, you know, they're, first of all, the workforce is a bunch of white collar, hoity-toity, over-educated, fancy ass people. And then again, like there's customer base, sort of self-selects for that It it is a bunch of people like me and nando reading yeah. it and just being like isn't that something hmm maybe yeah. i should start a pottery business you know what i mean <laughs> like it's not people who are just like yeah man my fucking job is completely horrible they're working me to the bone to the nub i'm barely able to pay my bills i can never hang out with friends do fun things yada 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 like what are we doing over there? You know, and, but the funny thing is, like, it's it, like I'll read a jobs report that details who is actually quitting these jobs in the New York Times. This yeah. is the most hilarious thing. Like, like <laughs> like numbers that this paper has published could tell you, like, this is ridiculous to, to make that the emphasis of this piece. But yet here we are.
0: Yeah, they don't want to talk to those icky people, though. They want to talk to like nah, a creative director. No, and that was
1: another yeah, thing. That's yeah. who they talked to. Somebody who worked at a tech startup. Another person yeah. worked in um digital marketing, uh, digital marketing firm. Like this is, you know, creative industries, which is basically white yeah. collar. Upper echelon type of job. You work at a startup in Silicon Valley. Like, trust me, them, they they might be a startup, but it's not like me just being like, oh, I'm gonna start making, you know, spaghetti out of my crib and selling it. No, 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 no. These things are funded, they they've got investment. You getting paid, <laughs> you getting bennies, you not get you ain't going to no shitty. This isn't like Silicon Valley like 20, 30 years ago. Where you might join a startup and it really be some like, oh, man, this is on the border, but I believe in this thing. Like, any startup you're going to over this, you're going to be fine. Again, like, these are privileged jobs, bro. Like, these people are good. They didn't go and ask some guy that works in a UPS warehouse or Amazon warehouse or, you know, some... Some home health attendant, right? Who's caring for older people, nursing home person? Like they didn't talk to those people. They talked to, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've been wondering for a while, like what they're gonna do about all of this shit. Like, there's only so, you know, people. Uh, they're only going to tolerate this kind of shit for so long, you know. That they're going to find a way to force people to work. Um, that they need they need some way to compel these people, and they're not going to just like raise wages like that's <laughs> going to be like the <laughs> last resort, you know. Like, uh, uh, especially without without any without the unions, you know. Like we don't, you know, as union no. density is, keeps going down. But, um, so they're not going to like, uh, you know, fucking raise wages to compel people back to work. They're going to come up with some sort of authoritarian thing. I mean, it might, and it might start with, uh, it might start with just like, you know, doing what they did in 1979 uh, with Paul Volcker when, you know, by just like, you know, inducing another recession um, and making people so desperate that they have to go back to work. Um, But uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's, and if not something even more authoritarian, I don't even want to think about that, but they're going to do something. Like they need these people to work. They need, they you know pe- these rich people are they can't get a fucking drink at a bar in the Hamptons anymore. Yeah, you know, have you it's seen those not
1: stories? it's, it's <laughs> not as fun being rich when you don't have people to lord over. Like that's the whole point of all of this. Right? Like if being rich just means you like stuff just gets harder, like but they got to understand that we're at a tipping point too. It's just like guys like you've got enough you're still gonna be filthy, fucking rich stop for once, you know and and you know uh, I, fucking Jamie Diamond even at a freaking seminar was like yeah I, I think <laughs> I think we've cleaved enough <laughs> out of the tax system at this point, <laughs> like literally, I think we've done enough, dude, like Jamie fucking diamond even publicly said. Yo, we might yeah, I think we might be good tax-wise. Like we've taken enough from the people. Um but you know, we'll see. Um and of course, New York Times will continue to be cringe. Uh but last but not least, Nando, we got a celebration today. None other than the Speaker of the mm. House of Representatives. She's been that since 2006, mm. no? Yes. Yeah. 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 Basically said when the, when the Dems took over the house because Iraq and all of that shit was going so horrible since 2006, Nancy Pelosi has been the Democratic leader, um, in the house. Um, she's back to speaker. She is running again in 2022. She is, she will be a spring chicken, 82 years old in november of this year speaking of Mm. silicon valley she is of that area of the state um She's rich herself. Her constituents are rich. Also, of course, she's the leader of the Democratic party. Um, as we know it and like, you know, Chuck Schumer is the leader in the Senate, but like he's not as influential as Nancy Pelosi is. Um, and yeah, she's basically the most powerful Democrat who's not in the executive branch and she's 82 years old. She's still going to run again in a place that's comfortably, comfortably blue. Right. So it's like. That seat would go to another Democrat and we could just move leadership on to somebody else. Just yeah. to, like you're 82. Yeah, you're 82. You can just give it to somebody else. But no, Nancy Pelosi is like, nah, I ain't done yet.
0: This is a uh, thing that's this is a problem that's plaguy the democratic party i mean it's just um it's something that they that the republicans don't have the same problem like their leadership is nowhere near as old and they have a they have a different system it's like a little arcane and complex but they have a different system in how they kind of pick leadership and it 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 kind of encourages a little bit more cycle through which means that they have a much deeper kind of political bench i mean you saw that in the last primary with the democrats Uh, You know the guy who ended up winning was Biden, who's also like, you know, eighty years old. Uh, And you have situations like where you know Senator Dianne Feinstein, who's eighty-seven. Okay, Um, there's reports like even her own staff are kind of leaking to the New Yorker at Jane Mayer that like, yeah, yeah. she's her brain is gone entirely. She's eighty-seven years old, bro. 87 yeah um and okay Pelosi's key lieutenants uh are Steny Hoyer and Jim Clyburn Steny Hoyer is 81 and Jim Clyburn the guy who handed South Carolina to Joe Biden is 80 okay um so yeah I mean it's um it's 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 great you know you love to see it um there's no (laughs) kind of there's no like 50 year old powerful democrat you know what i mean like no. there's no like 55 year old even which is not like a young person but they're right but they're you know they still got a lot they still got some energy left and still still got something to look forward to in the future uh but no i love it nancy pelosi she's great uh you know she's uh she's been there forever and uh and she's gonna be with us forever like we're gonna um in 2050 when they upload nancy pelosi's uh you know consciousness and some silicon valley tech guy is going to upload her consciousness into the cloud and she's going to be speaker of the house um on behalf of the
1: democrats so yeah that's that's your democratic party folks um just great just a party all about the people all about the 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 young people all about you know sharing power democracy all of that great stuff um it's it's completely pathetic. Um, yeah, that's so that's our show for today. Of course, make sure you're checking out all the other Count the Dings offerings. Make sure if you can, become a Patreon at patreon.com backslash count the dings for extra count the dings content. Man, we out of here. We'll see you next week. Peace.
0: Later.